Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about, it's your home. So when it's time to buy or sell, you want to make sure your search is in capable hands. That's why we turn to Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty. You've seen Angie featured on HGTV's House Hunters. Realtor Magazine named her one of the top realtors in the country. And just ask us, the numbers back her up. So listen up as we cover all the ins and outs of buying and selling a home here in the Triangle. It's time for the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Thanks for joining us on another edition of the Savvy Realtor. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you right here in the Triangle. And you can find Angie online by going to acolerealty.com. Cole, by the way, is spelled C-O-L-E, so that's acolerealty.com. Or at any point in time, during or after our show today, if you want to reach Angie directly, you can call or text her at 919-538-6477. Again, call or text Text Angie at that number, 919-538-6477. Angie, what's going on with you this week? Yeah, um, we actually spent some time with getting our Halloween costumes oh, together. Oh, very nice. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things that I always feel like I need to really go all out when it comes to Halloween okay. and our costumes. Gotcha. And I want the coolest, just a different costume. Best on the block kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, pretty much. And my okay. husband, it drives him crazy because he could care less. Right. He's just like, And it's know. not just you. You want everyone in the house to have the best? Is well, that right? Well, so my daughter, she's at the age because she's 10. She likes to pick out her own costume. Okay. I mm. would love the idea to do a whole family costume, right. you know, kind of around the same theme. But mm-hmm. I do make a point that my husband and I, we have to have this couple's costume going on. So I, I picked that out and ordered all the stuff. I can't tell you what it is because I would ruin it. Oh, no. Uh, okay. but yeah. So we'll have to find out next week what it ended up in. Exactly. And okay. we, of course, we enjoyed the state fair. Did you make it out? We did not make it to the state fair this year. Yeah. Um, we went to the uh, international festival last weekend. Okay. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. That was very was cool. It? Yeah. I haven't been to that before. It was really neat. They have like 56 different countries represented. Oh, cool. And it's at the convention center in Raleigh. Yeah. And you can, and then they have booths with information about every country. That's neat. But then neat. they also have food from several of the countries and they all have their own it's like going to the fair they all have their own little booths but probably a little bit better quality food well they're serving like you know (laughs) legitimate good stuff you know food that is native to those countries so you can try everything from afghan food to you know ethiopian egyptian colombian brazilian i mean we just tried all these different cool foods so yeah that sounds like fun yeah we we went to the fair because I'm one of those people. I'm like, we have to go, mm-hmm. even though my husband could care less to go. My daughter, she went with her grandparents already, so she really didn't care to go again either. So yeah. we were there for all of, I think, an hour and 45 okay. minutes, and we were like, we've had enough. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we a that's usually rides, enough fair. Ate, uh-huh. you know, a caramel apple and, you know, a barbecue sandwich and... We had enough. Well, we like the fair. It's just, I don't, I think we kind of end up going every other year or every right. third year. It's the same thing. Just I mean. to, you know, to, to say you did it. Also, if it's warm, like it was, this, I don't want to go. Yeah. I only want to go to the fair if it's cold. We went on um, Wednesday, kind of went into the evening, and it started cooling off, actually. Yeah. I actually started to get a little bit chilly, so I was like, okay, we've had enough. That's Let's good. Let's head on back home. Because that's the sign of like, it's fall. It's fall, right. And, you know, it's just, we've had yeah. the, the two weeks of the fair this year just happened to be 
really warm. Yeah, but so. this, you know, this past weekend, the last, you know, weekend of the fair, it was it was hot. I heard it yeah. was probably, you know, just packed and busy, but it was warm. Yeah. It sounded like it was a successful fair all yeah. around, though. That's Which is good. good. Yep, absolutely. Well, that's a lot about what's going on in uh, the Triangle for certain, and uh, we hope you have a great Halloween coming up this week. But let's get to the real estate talk here on the Savvy Realtor. And we always love starting off the show with some of the great questions that we get throughout the week from folks like you. And we've got a we usually do three questions, Angie. I've got a fourth to throw in there this week. Exciting. So this will be good. Our first one comes to us from Jim in Raleigh. And Jim says, we'd like to buy a home that we can use mostly as an Airbnb property to help make money. Where are the best spots to buy homes for that kind of investment purpose in our area? That sounds like a fun idea, Jim. I know whenever we are you know, going down the route of renting an Airbnb, it's normally because we're going on vacation or mm-hmm. maybe for a wedding. So I would say to try to purchase a home that's close to maybe the downtown areas. For example, if someone was going to rent an Airbnb, I doubt they would rent somewhere just way out in the country. Right. You know, unless they're just really trying to, you know, get away from life. Sure. But for the most part, for Raleigh, you know, especially, I would say be closer to the downtown mm-hmm. areas because, you know, out of town folks coming into town maybe for the weddings, you know, maybe to check out the Raleigh area. But most would typically like to be close to the downtown. There are a few of those uh, wedding areas that are more in the country. And if if you know of spots that are like booked up, you know, 40 weeks a year or something like that, and you can get a piece of property next to there and do that. That could be a good idea. It's it's one of those things I feel like it's a a little testy. It's it's risky. You're tying your success into their success. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, if there's a really big hotel nearby, you know, that would definitely be direct competition for you. So, you know, Airbnbs definitely are, there's a lot like at the beaches. I know in the mountains as well, a yeah. lot of cabins, you know, they're set up as an Airbnb. What's the other one called? Well, you've got, I mean, there's VRBO. VRBO is other popular one. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the VRBO ones end up just circumventing straight through to an actual, like, property manager. Right. Though, but. But yeah, yeah, same same kind of idea. Exactly. I know when we went to um, Charleston this past year in the spring for a wedding, we were just in the mix of everything. And mm-hmm. we found the cutest Airbnb. And it was actually less expensive than the hotel that was suggested yeah. for us to stay at. And it was actually a better location. And we had our own kitchenette. I mean, just super, super cute in just, you know, the central spots of Charleston. So it's definitely a cool way to go when it comes to looking for a place to stay. Yeah. yeah so uh, great advice, I guess, Jim, is to just look at look at where things are happening yeah, and, and that, get a spot near That would there. be my advice, for sure. <laughs> uh, that'll work well for an Airbnb-type property, for sure. Good question, Jim. Thanks for that one. Let's slide over and get one here from Bev. Bev is in Durham and says, this might be silly, but I'm looking to buy a home, and I'm so confused by all the lingo in the listings. I get that BR is bedroom, although apparently sometimes it's BD, not BR. <laughs> but then you have AC, BB, BRK, 431C, PAN, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why can't some real estate folks just write in normal English? Kind of a unique question. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a good question, and we get this often, to be honest with you, Bev. I agree that some agents can make it more difficult than needed by just using too many abbreviations. Mm-hmm. But in our MLS, less listing, we are limited to 250 characters. Oh, so it's like Twitter. Yeah, you are. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know. It drives me insane when I go to tweet and then I have to delete half of the tweet. But yeah, in MLS, you know, we are limited to 250 characters in the main public remarks. Interesting. Also in the agent remarks, which are hidden only to agents, we're limited there as well. So abbreviating does allow us to fit in more descriptions. But I think it's important for agents to use ab- abbreviations within reason. You know, if you're abbreviating 
abbreviating every other word, it can be overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you mentioned pan. I have no idea what pan (laughs) is. I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, pan. yeah. I was looking, I was, you know, just thinking, pan, what is pan? I've heard of, you know, bedroom, we abbreviate it as BR as well. Maybe living room, you know, LR. But yeah, pan's a different one. I'm going to, we'll look that one up we need uh, to during Google the this. break and we'll see if so, we can find it out. Yeah, but, you know, the, the whole reason why people abbreviate. Pantry. Pantry. Oh, that was horrible. Just spell it out. I mean. Yeah, no, that's save, trying too save hard. Three letters. There. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> something. Yeah, that in that case, you should have just spelled out pantry. But yeah, Bev. So the reason being that people typically abbreviate is because we are limited to the amount of characters in our MLS, and we want to get as much information in there, you know. But we need to be smart and do that within reason, because someone like you, the consumer, you can be turned off when you don't even understand what half of these words mean. How about G A R B? G-A-R-B. Is it garage? No. Nope. Gar- See, I don't know that one either. Garbage. Oh. Like, it has a garbage disposal, so maybe? So you just saved, what, means? two letters? <laughs> three. You got okay, the three. Eight, three, three. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know. There's a fun list on here we should go through sometime. Yeah, yeah. So at some point, you just need to type it out. But yeah. I do get, you know, bedroom, living room, dining room, you know, abbreviating some of those. But uh, sometimes. La- last one, uh-uh. last one. Oh, gosh. Uh, I-N-T. Interior. Nope. Intercom. See? You don't sell a lot of homes with intercoms uh, installed throughout. You know, here and there, but we would type that out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because the the average consumer is not going to learn these things. Yeah. Well, I mean, it could have been interior as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, it used to be a really big deal, I feel like, back in the magazine days. Mm. Because I remember when we used to go to the beach all the time, one of our favorite things while we were, you know, once we got to the beach, but then we still had another 20 minutes to the rental house or wherever. Right. We'd get one of the real estate magazines and start thumbing through, looking at all the you know, $3 million homes and just having fun, you know, taking a peek at all those things. And it was so funny with the ones that had like 19 bedrooms right. and then they'd list which ones were king. It was just so coded, the listing, because they're so shrunk. It's so just like limited. Yeah. 7BR, KKKKQQQTB Trundle, you know. It's <laughs> and it's like, what in the world does this mean? Trying yeah. To figure them all out. So within reason, it's good. But, you know, uh, us as agents, when we're posting an MLS, we need to remember that there's just the normal public Right. You know, that's reading our MLS listings, and many of them don't understand these abbreviations, which I clearly don't understand half of them either. It's a great question, though, Bev, and a fun one as well. If you need help buying or selling your home here in the Triangle, we invite you to give a call to Angie Cole and her team at A. Cole Realty. You can reach directly by calling or texting Angie, 919-538-6477. If you're thinking about buying or selling here in the near future, Angie can help answer some of your questions and steer you in the right direction with your home purchase or uh, home selling adventure in the future. 919-538-6477 is that number. 919-538-6477. You can submit questions online as well, acolerealty.com. We have another one here from Matt. Matt is in Chapel Hill and says, what's your philosophy on how much you tell your clients? Are there times you would withhold information from them if you think it's in their best interest to do so? Or are you always 100% open with them about your opinions and info? That's a good question, Matt. So as their agent, when I'm representing our clients, and it is important for me to protect our clients, and I want to make the process as smooth and easy as possible. But sometimes I do deal with not-so-easy agents or co-broke agents on the opposite side Mm. of the transaction. So, you know, of course, I'm not going to, you know, expose my clients 
compliance to any of the negativity or just, you know, explain how the other agents being difficult. So I have to be the middle person there and I have to make sure that I do protect my client because for them, the process should be a fun one. It should be exciting. They shouldn't be brought down by the other party being difficult to work with. Also, you know, a lot of times I can solve a problem before I even would need to relay it over to my client. Okay. So as a real estate agent, it's my job to fix issues before they even become an issue. Of course, if there's anything, you know, that's a material fact or something that I should disclose, of course, I will disclose it to my client. But if I can also shield them from the chaos that's happening kind of behind closed doors, I do yeah. because that's my job. That's very helpful information, I think. And and when you have sort of a, a situation, we're not talking necessarily about honesty here. You're always yeah. going to be honest and upfront always, with your clients, always. but you can be the filter. Not 100% of the information needs to get through exactly. to the homeowner. It, yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, it's, it's the an same important case. distinction, though. <laughs> right. I mean, it's the same case if I, I don't know, was taking my car to get fixed. You know, I bet, you know, they would lessen how horrible the issues are, you right. know, and just kind of simplify the issues so it's like I can understand it. You know, I'm not a mechanic. So if they just get very detailed with this, this, and this is the issue it would just really stress me out. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the real estate transaction is I need to simplify it for my client and just really try to protect them and make the process a seamless one. So Matt, it sounds like you might be looking to buy or sell a home. And if you are, a great thing to understand is the process because that's another thing that can you know, just really get you, I guess, feeling uneasy throughout the process is if you don't understand all the terminology, you don't understand what's coming next. And so for that purpose, we offer a home buying guide and you can actually download that to your smartphone by texting the word contract to the phone number 555-888. So if you're thinking about buying or selling a home and you want to understand the process from start to finish and just all the details in between the process, you can text the word contract to the phone number 555-888 and we will send you a copy of our home buying guide. Again, very easy to get a copy of this home buying guide in your possession right there on your smartphone. All you have to do is text the word contract to the number 555-888. We'll send you a text right back. Click on the link and voila, you can view that home buying guide right there on your phone. You can even download it to your phone to save for later. All you have to do is text the word contract to the number 555-888. All right, one more question from one of our listeners here, Angie. This one comes to us from Shannon. Shannon in Clayton. Shannon says, we'd really like to sell our home before the end of the year due to a sudden job change I've experienced. Is that feasible? Sure, Shannon, that could be feasible. Of course, that's going to depend on your neighborhood, the condition, location, and how you're priced. Mm -hmm. But, you know, based on where we're at, we're still in October at the moment. As long as you actually go under contract within a month, you have a month plus, you can still close within 30 days and be closed by the end of the year. So there is potential still to be actually closed and to sell your home completely mm-hmm. before the year ends. But you have to make sure that you you know, have the home stage ready. You get someone who takes great pictures. It's really being marketed effectively, you know, and we're getting the most out of the listing and it's priced right. Now is not a time to kind of play with pricing, you know, in hopes to get a way higher number than what your home's worth. If you're motivated to get it sold, 
we can definitely do that. And like I mentioned, we still have a good 30 days to get it under contract and then another 30 days to close. So Shannon, um, a great way to get started is to, of course, understand the value of your home. Like I mentioned, we want to make sure that we are competitive with the market if we are in a rush and, you know, time is not on our side. We want to make sure that we're pricing your home right. So it's, you know, comparable to the market. And so if you're trying to understand the value of your home, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. So once again, if you're thinking about selling your home and you want to understand the value, we have a really great tool where you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. And from there, a link will be sent to you. Click the link, put in your address, and then a value of your home will be sent back to you. It's a great way to get started. It is. A lot of people utilize this resource each and every weekend when we uh, talk about it here on the program. You can just find out the value of your home, get an estimate on it its current value by texting the word listing to the number 555-888. Not only will you find out the value of your home right now, again, it's an initial estimate that always can be adjusted or might need to be changed after an on-site visit, but it gives you a great starting point. But it will also alert you to the trends that are happening in your neighborhood as time goes on. So let's say three, four months down the line, home values around you have increased and it likely will have an effect on your own home. You'll get a notification that, hey, the value of your home, the estimate has been upgraded or downgraded depending on the particular situation. So it's very nice to see the potential growth, the potential value that's built into the home and where the trend in the neighborhood might be going into the future. So it keeps you up to date, which is pretty neat. All you have to do to find out that initial estimate on the value of your home is text the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, text the word listing to 555-888. Stay right there. You're listening to The Savvy Realtor, Walter Storholt here alongside Angie Cole. So much more to get to on today's program. We're going to talk about some of the things that scare off buyers. A little Halloween edition and uh, theme on The Savvy Realtor today. So stay right there. Much more coming up. Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. I'm Walter Storholt. Great to have you along with us. Angie is the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you right here in the Triangle. If you'd like to get in touch, you can call or text at any time. 919-538-6477 is the number. 919-538-6477. Ask your questions to Angie about real estate. Just call or text that number. This part of the show we like to call the Neighborhood Spotlight, where we highlight a great area in the triangle give you all the great details on that location and uh, just you know i always love learning about new spots on this part of the show so angie where are we heading this week so we are headed over to nightdale our neighborhood spotlight is cheswick so cheswick in nightdale if you go 264 east bypass to hodge road exit 422 you take a right on a hodge road and then a right into the neighborhood so okay. it's right off the interstate it's probably not even 12 minutes to downtown raleigh yeah it's very very straight shot yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. so and nightdale is just such a great area it is really growing and the great thing that i love about it is there's a lot to do in nightdale but you are close to downtown if you want to go to raleigh but mm-hmm. still the prices make sense the price of land of course is not as expensive as if you are comparing to raleigh 
Holly. Okay. So a little bit about Cheswick. Average days on the market right now is at 49 days. There's only seven active homes on the market. And actually, when I talk about our listing of the week, we have an active listing we just put on the market in Cheswick. So I want to tell you all cool. about it. But prices range anywhere from around 225000 to 320000 The square footage range is 2,000 square feet to 3,500 square feet. They were built starting in 2012. There is still some new construction happening, but they are on the tail end. They are actually on the end stages of the new builds taking place in Cheswick. These are all single-family homes. They also have amenities. So there's a playground, there's a pool, a clubhouse. It's just a really beautiful neighborhood. And they have a mixture of builders in there as well. The current builder that is building is Terramore Homes. But for example, the listing that I have is built by Cavanis and Kate. So there is a mixture of different styles of homes. Some are on crawl spaces, some are on a slab, and just, you know, pretty homes. Most of them have the standard features as far as hardwoods, granite, stainless steel. So just a lot of the newer features that you would hope for in a home. Sharp, just looking at a lot of the photos of homes in that area from the inside. You know, they're all updated and very beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous neighborhood. And it's just everyone really does a really good job on keeping up with their yards, which is important. When you drive into a neighborhood, you just kind of get this wow factor when you drive into Cheswick. Nice little place, that's for sure. So Cheswick and Nightdale, our neighborhood spotlight this week. Pretty cool area and uh, neat to kind of just uh, see where that is. Just, it really is close to Raleigh. It, it is. It says it really Nightdale, is. but it might as well be Raleigh. It's, yeah. it's that yep. close to Raleigh and a very straight shot into downtown, as you mentioned. So pretty cool. That's the Neighborhood Spotlight. If you have interest in, in learning more about Cheswick and want to get in touch with Angie Cole about buying or selling a home there potentially, you can call or text Angie at 919-538-6477. Call or text 919-538-6477. What are some of the things that scare off buyers? We're going to talk about our Halloween-themed segment coming up here on the Savvy Realtor. A couple of good things to keep in mind if you are a seller. You don't want to scare buyers off, and we'll give you some of the things that often will drive them the other way. We'll talk about that and more coming up on today's edition of the Savvy Realtor. Homes come in all shapes and sizes, old ones, new ones, big ones, small ones, fixer-uppers, and move-in ready houses. If you can dream it, it's probably out there. That's why Angie Cole and her team at A. Cole Realty are here. They want to help you find the right home for you and your family. Tap into their buying and selling expertise by calling or texting Angie right now, 919-538-6477. Call or text. 919-538-6477 and always online at acolerealty.com Thanks for joining us on the Savvy Realtor today. Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She is the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. Find her online at acolerealty.com Cole is C-O-L-E That's acolerealty.com 
gmail.com. Angie, since it's Halloween, I figured we'd uh, talk about something scary in the real estate world today. Realtor.com had this fun article that was about some of the items in a seller's home that can potentially scare off buyers. And so I'm curious if you have, you know, stories of people encountering these things or as you've represented buyers in the past or your team members have maybe run into these kinds of things or maybe that you've had to advise sellers to change up some of these particular items. So they had a list of seven or eight items here. We'll see if uh, you've experienced any of these things at all. One thing that they said can scare off buyers too many locks on the door. Yeah, that would tell you that uh, this is a little, little uh, interesting, right? Right, because you <laughs> immediately go to, all right, is the area safe? Has a home been broken into? Right. I had a situation where I was showing a home, and there was three locks on the master bedroom. Oh. It was really okay. weird. And they were, like, one of the locks was kind of like the three-prong locks. I don't know how to explain it, but this big, like almost like deadbolt lock on the door. Right. And to me, immediately, I was thinking, like, who has been locked in this room? It wasn't just to keep the kids out. (laughs) It was really, really creepy. So, yeah, if there's more than one lock on a door, take off the locks when you go to sell your home. Because, I mean, as a consumer, as a buyer, I mean... They'd have had to get a whole new door with all of those locks in there. There's just been holes everywhere. I mean, it's worth, you know, the $150 (laughs) because it was really weird. And you just got this real, like, just weird vibe. Like, something is not right. Something's happening in this room that they're trying to shield everyone else from. So if there's too many locks on a door, same thing with um, security systems. I had a home for sale and actually the tenants, there was tenants in this home Mm -hmm. and they had this huge elaborate security system. I mean, it was like a big screen TV. There was all these devices hooked up and you would think like, I mean, are they selling drugs in this home? Like what is (laughs) happening that they need this this much much lockdown? Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Um, Now some people just find that cool. Like some people are just like, oh, look how cool this is. And they can pull up on their tablet or pad and show all the cool stuff that they've got. But the unfortunate thing is if I'm listing a home and I have a buyer and their agent coming through, you know, I I can't just let them know. I'm not going to be there with them at the showing to let them know, oh, guys, he's, you know, this person just enjoys this security system set up, you know, nothing to worry about here. So I would say, take it down. You want it to be much more of, oh, leave your doors unlocked. That's fine. That's how we do it around here kind of thing. Exactly. But the master bedroom, that was creepy. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. someone, I'm trying to think of a good reason to have. There's not a good reason. Triple bedroom locks. <laughs> Can't quite think of There's one. There's not a good reason. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's that's pretty funny. All right, so too many locks on the doors. Take those off. Let's make it look, you know, we want to be normal when you go to sell the home, right? Yes. We want a normal yes. appearance. Normal people do not have three locks on their master bedroom <laughs> door. <laughs> if, if you've got a great reason for why that's the case, please let There's us know. There's not one. Yeah. <laughs> Another great example here. I'm sure you've got a story on this one, oh, Angie. Goodness. Things that scare off buyers. Uncomfortable artwork displayed in the home. I have a great story for this one. (laughs) We had this home for sale and not going to mention where it is, but there was a painting of the spouse and she was naked. Okay. It was the backside of her. And this painting was huge. I mean, I don't even know how big that picture was. I... (laughs) I, I mean, how big is this, Walter? Like this big of a painting? Yeah, so we're, we're talking like a five-foot-tall painting it's, probably. It's huge. It's yeah. huge. In the bedroom, and there was not one but two. There was one over their bed, and there's one on the side wall. Mm. I mean, it was 
just the weirdest thing ever. And I completely so left. There, there I threw were, my stager under the bus and I just left it up to her to tell them they need to take those down. There were multiple. Showing, oh, there was two. Multiple, okay. Yeah. And it was, I mean, just her backside. And it was, <laughs> yeah. So if you have artwork that is for personal, you know, it, it's something that should be between you and your spouse or just, I don't know if there's anything gruesome or just artwork maybe that I've seen in some homes where there's a lot of religious artwork. Mm -hmm. I would say go ahead and take it down because we always want to, you know, unclutter, depersonalize is kind of the biggies. And you want to make sure that the buyer who's coming through your home, they feel like they could live in the home and not get caught up on the naked lady on a wall. Right. And and it could be as benign as just distraction. Like yeah. maybe you've got, uh, what's the thing people are doing now where they, um, my cousin has this like above the bed this huge like spiraling fabric or quilt that they're they're hanging quilts on the wall that are like right very colorful but some of yeah. them are like really psychedelic looking and I, i've seen those and you know, obviously i'm not a big fashion on the wall kind of guy here but you i don't know, know if there's a certain name for it but yeah just that'd be using, a little like, like oh that's kind of weird, as, an, you know? as an art piece you right. know but once again you know showing more more wall space is better mm -hmm. than it just being busy Right. So, yeah, right. anything. I guess that's why I'm getting it. It looks busy when yeah. there's a bunch of other stuff up there, too. And it, it honestly can make a room seem smaller. And then, once again, you want to make sure the buyer, when they're walking through your home, they can, you know, start to visualize and picture, oh, we can put our furniture here. We could hang this picture here. You know, artwork, when it comes to selling a home, is just to visualize how you could stage a home. You know, we don't want it to be busy, and we don't want it to, we don't want a buyer to get off track, you right. know, and start to say, oh, who lives here? Let me, oh, I think I know this family member. <laughs> and that's why we also take down family photos as well. And so talking about buying a home, you know, it's always important to understand the process from start to finish. And so if you are thinking about buying or selling a home and you want to understand all the contract terminology, you know, the steps from once you make an offer, once you go under contract and through the closing, we have a very neat buying guide that we would love to share with you. So you can text the word contract on your smartphone. So just just text the word contract to the phone number 555-888. And from there, we will send you back a copy of our home buying guide. Again, all you have to do is text the word contract to the number 555-888. And then we'll send you a text right back and just click on the link that's in that text and you can view that home buying guide. Just text the word contract to the number 555-888. These are some of the things that scare off buyers, our Halloween theme here on the Savvy Realtor today. And something else that would be interesting to see on the walls, depending on where you are and what exactly it is, would be taxidermy. Now, some people love their putting their trophies up on the wall of oh, yeah. uh, their exploits hunting and that kind of thing. But, you know, it, to some people, that would be just as uncomfortable probably as the um, as the naked woman. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree with you. I've personally never went on a like listing appointment where there was all this taxidermy, but I have shown a home before where it looked like they killed the entire forest. <laughs> you know, and to some people, they're okay with that. But there's other people who, you know, they're vegans and, you know, sure. that's very offensive to them. So if you love your taxidermy, you're all about hunting. Once again, that's kind of a depersonalized, you know, that's your personal touch. Let's take down the deer head off the wall and, you know, whatever else there might be on the wall, because to some people, it really might just throw them off. Yeah. Go ahead and get it packed for the next home. Yeah, that's, exactly. Exactly. You can spin that the other way. You don't want anybody, you know, thinking, oh, maybe I can negotiate to keep right. this taxidermy. Yeah, you don't want them to keep like your... Yeah, so go ahead um, and take it down. Yeah, your 
your prize <laughs> possession, your big bass that you have on the wall. Exactly. Um, exactly. Who knows? So, yeah, I would take down any of the taxidermy that you have hanging on your wall if you're thinking about selling. There you go. Repairs not taken all the way to completion. That'll be something that scares off a buyer. Like, why didn't this get finished, this, this half redone room? Yeah, 100%. Because you immediately start to think, well, did they permit the work that was completed if it's not finished? Hmm. And normally the answer would be no, yeah. you know, because in order to complete and close out the permits, there has to be another inspector that comes by to get the check off that, yes, the work is completed and done to code. So, you know, make sure that any type of remodels, any type of work, make sure you 100% finish it off. Mm-hmm. I see little things like, oh, the last little piece of trim that was added wasn't painted. Some nails just haven't been painted over just simple finishing items, which it only take a couple of minutes. And yeah. I get kickbacks sometimes when I speak with sellers about this, like, oh, it's no big deal. Like the buyer would take them two minutes to do this work. Well, if it takes them two minutes, you need to do the work right, right. because buyers, you know, they do. They want to ready to move in home. They want to be able to feel like they can walk in and not have a checklist of kind of a honey-do list of things that need to be mm-hmm. taken care of. So yes, repairs not taken to completion definitely can scare away a buyer. And I feel like they start to think the worst, where it might not even be a big issue, but they think the worst. I identify with you sellers out there, though, oh, who, yes, who are going through maybe that situation and, and have to get kind of, you know, scolded by Angie. I recently have jumped into the renovation world and redid our upstairs bathroom. And we've fallen exactly into that situation where all the major stuff uh-huh. got finished, but it was really late and we really wanted the bathroom at least operational and back up and running. Right. So you rush to get all the things done so that you can at least go back to like showering in the bathroom. But now we haven't painted over the yep. nails in the, on the trim. Yeah. And uh, I haven't done the toe moldings in the closet yet because uh-huh. it's like, ah, it's in the closet. It's, and it's so easy. I'll to get to it later. <laughs> get get to it way, way later too. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like you, you're now using your bathroom again and it's just, you kind of forget about it. But you yep. need to eventually finish it off. That's right. Yes. That's right. Well, now we're not selling yet, so right. I, I'm not up against the, the, the full <laughs> clock. But it, the point remains that, yeah, when you're doing projects like that, sometimes you you get so exhausted, you just don't want to get it operational, and then you'll take care right. of little stuff, and then it just keeps getting pushed off. And yeah. So it's easy to identify with that. One other little uh, example here we can throw out there would be unfriendly pets. That can scare off a, a buyer. I remember, this is many years ago, but a friend, they were selling their home and they had a, they didn't have a great pet that you could just like, a dog that you could just take with you when the listings happened. They had a bird. Oh. And it was like a really, really annoying I have one of these stories too, bird. yeah. And, uh, and it was just it was just funny because they had trouble selling their home. No one ever said it was the bird, at least right. from what I could hear, but I'm sure it had a, because it was like a loud, obnoxious bird, you know. I had the exact same situation. It's been probably in the last few weeks that I showed a home and they had this big bird down in the basement. They made you aware by putting a note on the basement door. But this basement was huge and it kind of, it was a little dark. I I don't know, kind of that eerie, talking about Halloween, a little bit of an eerie like feel to it. But you would go into like one bedroom of the basement and all of a sudden there was this like saying from this bird, but the bird would copy the accent of whoever he like had learned those, you know, sayings from and it would creep you out all of a sudden. I mean, I can't even think of an example. It's just like, you know, do you want your water bottle? And then go to like a high pitch, like, how are you doing today? You know, just, it (laughs) it was really, really creepy because all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, is someone in the home? Oh, that's funny. I mean, it would freak you out, but I mean, kind of was comical, Yeah. but there was one time, I don't remember what the bird said, but it really, like, I just jumped. It was like this 
eerie oh old sounding man I, I don't know but it was just the bird well because like yeah. from a buyer perspective you know maybe that's not going to cause us to run off but what's the thing you're going to be talking about that home when you leave it was it's the bird not home how much you liked the living room yeah. or this and that or we can see raising our family it's the house with the weird bird the downstairs weir- no, it, <laughs> you're 100 percent right i also i had a situation a while back where my sellers they had this dog they pretty much said there was no way that they could coordinate and get the dog out for showings but the dog would be caged it's all good okay that dog because we when we went in one time and they knew we were coming in the home but to drop off the brochure flyers that dog even though it was in the cage you would think it was gonna just come through that cage and attack you and eat you I mean it was just like drooling and growling and it was not a small dog that doesn't seem fair to the dog either yeah I mean they would hide it up like going up the stairwell right in the entrance upstairs and I had people say that they were like we wouldn't even go upstairs to look and it was a gorgeous beautiful home I mean just pristine I mean just a gorgeous gorgeous home but i know that dog being there really Oof. made you know people just run because yeah i mean i was scared going in there that the dog was going to break through that cage and come and eat me yeah so when it comes to pets just like we prefer for the owners not to be home during showings in this market that's just not common also we prefer for your pets to be gone too i mean like we have a gecko. I understand you can't take your gecko with you, but if it's <laughs> but, anything, but they like, also don't bark or uh, make yeah. make weird bird noises. Right, exactly. So <laughs> if you have you know a, a kind of a, an annoying bird or a dog or a cat, just anything that's going to be in the way or be a hindrance, I would definitely suggest you would take those pets with you and leave your home during showing times. And so you know, talking about selling your home, there's some good good feedback in regards to what to change and what not to do when it comes to selling your home. But I know most of us what's most important to us is what the value of our home you know would be if we're thinking about selling so if you are considering selling and you want to get an idea of what the home or what your home is worth you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888 we will send you back a text you're going to click on the link input your address and then from there the value will be sent back to you so once again if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to understand what the value of your home would be if you go to put it on the market you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888 we're talking about some of the things that scare off buyers again if you want to get find out the value of your home, you can text the word listing to the number 555-888. Let's hit two more here, Angie, before we uh, move on to another conversation. And dust and dirt might seem like uh, you know an obvious turnoff and, and thing to scare away buyers. But I, I would imagine that's because they're picturing, well, if there's dust and dirt f- in the areas that we can see, what is there in the areas that we can't see? Yeah, that's very true. And I feel like when there's a lot of dust and dirt, the buyers will automatically feel that the home is just not taken care of. Mm -hmm. So like you said, you know, what else is hidden? Have they been maintaining? Uh, One of my biggest pet peeves when I'm walking around a home, if I see that the filters and the vents need to be changed, Mm -hmm. you know, I tell my sellers, make sure that those are clean because automatically your buyers are going to think, oh, they haven't serviced the HVAC system. They haven't maintained it. So yeah, dust and dirt can really turn off a potential buyer. I always suggest having the home professionally cleaned. I mean, I know you can clean it on your own, but you're probably not getting down and dirty like a professional cleaner would. It's not that expensive to get a... To get the professional cleanings. Yeah, it is well worth it. You know, they're going to wipe down your blinds. They're going to wipe down the baseboards. I mean, who likes to do that kind of stuff, right? right? But that is very important when it comes... Vacuuming is one thing, but 
doing the baseboards. Yeah, like it's a whole other territory. And yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I would make sure that you know it is just pristine. There's no cobwebs in a corner. Look up in your cathedral ceilings. Get those cobwebs out. Yep. You know, you need a long extender. I know, but we just um, we just bought one of the long telescoping yep. extender things to get ours, and uh, it's kind of fun actually. <laughs> Twelve foot pole, and you know, swinging it around up there. There you go. But yeah, get ready for your dust and your dirt, and get the home professionally clean before you put it on the market. Last but not least, hopefully you have a good story on this one to end things. Halloween, we've kind of covered, you know, unsightly things. We've covered, good thing we probably haven't gotten into taste, but we, we've covered unsightly things, a feeling of things, but we haven't covered smells yet. So let's hit that sense. Mystery smells, obviously you're going to want to get rid of those in a home before the buyers come through. Any fun stories about encountering that? Well, unfortunately, yes. There's, you know, been times where people have smoked in the home. That can be really tough because it's in the air, like mm. ductwork, you know, so getting that and, actually yeah. cleaned. Yeah, it's in the walls. It's in the carpet. I mean, that's a hard smell to get out. You know, I've seen other instances where it smells like pets, you know, yeah. and it's amazing when you live in the home. It's like the sellers have no idea that no, it you smells get accustomed like that. To it. Yeah. yeah. I had one seller who they had some kitty cats and it was crazy because Going into the home, I didn't smell the cat smell. And I guess the cats had urinated on the carpet in some spots. Well, a suggestion I typically have, if the carpets are newer but could use a freshening up, is to get them professionally cleaned. Sure. Well, come to find out, I learned something new. They took my advice and got the home professionally cleaned, the carpets professionally cleaned, and that actually pulls the smell back up. Hmm. So all of a sudden, we were getting this feedback that the home smelled like cat urine, and I was just in shock because I was like, when I was there, I mean, I, I would notice. I'm more of a, sorry guys, I'm more of a dog fan than a cat mm-hmm. fan. I like little kitties, but when you had the carpets professionally cleaned, the, the cleaner said that can actually pull the smell back up. Wow. And uh, I mean, it was so bad to the point that we had to get new carpets in the house. So yeah, make sure Wild. you get rid of your smells. I've also had just, I don't even know how to explain this, but sometimes some people just can have a smell on their own. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just a little bit of an odor and it's sure, maybe and again sure. in their furniture and whatnot. The best way I would say how to handle that is there's the ozone cleaning. Have you heard of that? It's actually a machine you can put in the home oh. and it cycles through the air. And that's a good way. It might not 100% fix the smell, but it will definitely take away most kind of stenches sure. out of the home. Or just your general must of, you know, a non-ventilated yeah, kind of vacant room. Vacant homes. Vacant homes, yeah. we see that a lot. You need to be careful, though. You know, we could quickly say, oh, just put air fresheners in there. But sometimes that can actually make it smell worse. You have this stale smell mixed with a vanilla smell, and the two don't mix great. So make sure you're trying to take care of the actual smell and just not mask it. Sometimes air fresheners can work just fine. But other times you might need to dig a little deeper and do an ozone cleaning. Maybe everything needs to be eliminated from the home, repaint, carpet. You know, it can be from one extreme to another. And you can always bake those cookies. You can always bake the cookies. But don't do like I did. One time I was hosting an open house several years ago. Oh, don't and tell I was like, burn the cookies. Oh, of course. Yeah, I did. Uh, okay. And I, I decided I'd bake some cookies and I completely just scorched the cookies. <laughs> that whole house, I mean, it smelled so bad. I mean, you walk in and just hit you in the face. Oh, my. Yeah, I didn't try that again That's for that t- reason. 
Too funny, too funny. Well, those are uh, lots of great examples of some of the things that will scare off potential buyers. So make sure if you're going to sell your home, you're not doing these kinds of things. And if you are a buyer, well, you can probably identify with a few of the things that we covered over the last couple of minutes. If you have any questions about buying or selling a home here in the Triangle, Angie is happy to answer them and chat with you. All you have to do to get in touch is call or text Angie at 919-538-6477. Again, that's 919-538-6477. Call or text Angie and you can talk a little bit about maybe uh, what you're curious about when it comes to buying or selling a home here in the Triangle and any questions that pop into your mind. 919-538-6477 is that number to call or text. Stay right with us. You're listening to The Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. It's the Mortgage Moment here on The Savvy Realtor. Well, the Mortgage Moment is the part of the show each week where we talk about some of the uh, important topics related to getting a mortgage. It's a very important part of the home buying and selling process. So we like to dedicate a segment each week to answering a question specifically related to mortgages. Jess in Nightdale has our question this week on the Mortgage Moment. Jess says, is there really a difference between all these mortgage companies out there? Couldn't I just go to where I already bank and get the loan. I'm sure the prices are all the same for the most part. Jess, you could go to where you bank for sure and look at their options. But with every bank, there are different type of loan programs that they offer. For example, if you go to a bank like a Wells Fargo, a Bank of America, you know, they have their strict guidelines of Mm -hmm. what those banks offer. It's a little bit different working directly with those banks versus working with a mortgage broker. With a bank, you are stuck within those guidelines of those programs that specific bank will offer. But with a mortgage broker, they can broker out to different options of financing to find the best product that works for you. For example, state employees' credit unions. State employees' credit unions, they typically have very competitive interest rates. So a lot of people love to go down that route. But remember, with a state employees' credit union, they do not have a 30-year loan FHA product. Okay, so you are limited on the type of loan product you can get. Mm -hmm. Now, if you fit within, you know, their bubble and you're able to get one of their loans, you do typically get a really good interest rate, but they don't have that, you know, three and a half percent down fixed 30 year loan. They do have you where it's an adjustable rate. But, you know, depending on how long you plan on staying in your home, you know, that could be a positive or that could be a negative. So I think it's good to really look at maybe two or three different options. For the most part, most banks and mortgage brokers are comparable in regards to interest rates. But there might be one loan program that one offers and that another one does not. When you are comparing the your uh, lenders that you're comparing against each other. As for a good faith estimate, I, a lot of times I see people get really excited of, you know, oh, we're getting this amazing interest rate. But then they're not looking at kind of the fine lines of their closing costs mm-hmm. and not seeing that, oh, now there's a 2% origination, you know, when it comes to closing. Right. So make sure that you are comparing apples to apples. And on your good faith estimate, it will show you what your interest rate will be, 
what the closing costs will be, what your mortgage payment will be, and you wanna make sure that you're comparing the two to make sure that you really truly are getting the best fit for you. It's kind of like uh, going to, you know, you mentioned the Wells Fargo, it would be like going to the Ford dealer. And if you know you want a Ford or you're okay being limited uh-huh. to just the Ford options, then that's, that's fine. Yep. But if a Chevy might actually be a better fit for you, well, you're not gonna find that then at the big bank or at the Ford exactly. dealership. So the broker is more of the, I guess in this analysis, would be the CarMax, yeah, right? Where they that's a can good analogy. get you know all sorts of different cars are available. Yep. Now those are all used cars, but pretend they were all new cars that they just had a lot that was full of new cars. You can choose right. any one that you want, or they can shop all the different brands. Yep. No, you're you are exactly right. So I would say you know go ahead and get pre-qualified by more than one lender. Speak with more than one person mm-hmm. to make sure that you're getting the best loan product that works for you and your lifestyle and you know what your future goals will be. Because because for you know one buyer, one loan might be the best option, but for the next, that loan option might not be a good route to take. So if just if you want to speak with one of our preferred lenders, I have two great preferred lenders that we work with. One being Ned Ligon with OnQ Financial. I would love to connect you guys together just to talk about how much are you qualified for, kind of what his interest rates are. One thing that's important too is customer service as well. Mm-hmm. You know, he might one lender might have you know better interest rates. But are they going to get you to the closing table on time? Will you have a smooth and seamless process working with them from start to finish? And that's important as well. The lenders that we work with, you know, I've been working with both of them for several, several years now, and they are amazing at what they do. They're on call all the time. You know, it can be the weekend and I can get a prequal letter from them or ask questions. And that's important. You know, you want to make sure that you always feel like you have someone to go to because, Financing is a huge part of the real estate process and transaction. Um, and Ned Ligon, he has a really neat tool. It's a app that you can download to your phone. It's a mortgage app. And from there, you can look at interest rates, get pre-qualified, ask questions. And if you would like to download the mortgage app to your smartphone, you can text the word lending to the phone number 555 888. So once again, Ned Ligon with OnQ Financial offers a mortgage app that you can download to your smartphone. You can just text the word lending to the phone number 555-888. In the message field, you just put the word lending, L-E-N-D-I-N-G, and send that to the number 555-888, and you can download that app right to your phone. Just text the word lending to the number 555-888 and get pre-qualified and get lots of great information on that app. That's this week's Mortgage Moment. Thanks, Jess, for the question. More coming up here on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. It's time for our listing of the week from A. Cole Realty right here on the Savvy Realtor. This part of the show is called the Listing of the Week, where we feature a great home for sale here in the Triangle. Angie, what's this week's home? This week's home is located in Cheswick. Like I mentioned, from our neighborhood spotlight, we talked about Cheswick and Nightdale, and that's where we have a brand new listing. The address of our Listing of the Week is 1508 Hauser Lake Road, and Hauser is H-A-U-S-E-R. So 1508 Hauser Lake Road in Nightdale, 27545. A little bit about this home, built in 2013. If you walk into this home, you will think that it's never been lived in. I mean, it is immaculate and it is just staged 
perfectly and that's how these people live i mean it's just pristine a beautiful beautiful home it's four bedrooms two and a half baths and a loft and so you can set that loft up as a bonus room a tv room however you prefer the home is 2850 square feet like I mentioned, immaculately maintained. The home has five-inch hardwood floors throughout the main floor. There's an open eating kitchen breakfast area. The kitchen has granite, a bar countertop, 42-inch cabinet, stainless steel upgraded appliances, can lighting, tile backsplash, and a pantry. There's arched doorways throughout, which give it you know this really neat character mm. and neat feel. There's a formal dining room, which has coffered ceilings and wainscoting. We have a sunroom kind of off the back with access to the patio. There's a gas log fireplace and surround sound in the family room. There's the master bedroom is on the first floor. So it's that first floor living, which is great. And the master bedroom has tray ceilings and upgraded carpet. In the master bath, there's dual vanities, a soaking tub, also a walk-in shower. We have tile floors as well. And then, like I mentioned, the loft upstairs also has surround sound. And then the yard, the backyard, is fully fenced. So just an amazing home. It's beautiful. It has that first floor master, which is hard to find with the additional bedrooms upstairs. And we are currently listed at 285. So once again, our listing of the week is 1508 Hauser Lake Road in Nightdale, 27545. If you would like to get more information and view the virtual tour, you can text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 555-888. So once again, to view the virtual tour of our listing of the week, just text the word SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 555-888. Again, great opportunity to get the virtual tour and view more photos and information about this home in Nightdale. Just text the word SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, to the number 555-888. Love the color of that home. That sort of that greenish house color is just... I don't it's know. That's one of, like of my a, favorites. Yeah, greenish blue, like and I don't know. Sea, sea green, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not it's real that great with, with colors. Kind of the but beiges it's nice. that mm-hmm. mix with it. Really great front porch too on this home, and the two car garage as well. Yeah, yeah. It, there's just a lot of great detail in the home. Very, very pretty. Very nice. I like it a lot. All you have to do to get more pictures and uh, images and uh, information on this home, text the word savvy. S a v v y to the number 555-888. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Now it's no secret, we all want to celebrate and have success. And right here on the Savvy Realtor, we like to celebrate and share those success stories. Getting ready to wrap things up here on the Savvy Realtor, but not before we get a success story to close out the week. This is the part of the show where we see where maybe there was an issue or a problem or uh, something that needed to be solved for a buyer or seller of Angie's and how she helped find a solution for that problem. So tell me a time, Angie, when maybe social media played a huge role in the success of a home purchase or sale. Yeah, I love social media. Um, That's something that I have integrated into my business from day one since I got into real estate. And social media is one of those great platforms where we can, you know, help people find homes. We can find new clients. We can also help homes to get sold. So I had a particular home uh, in North Hills area a couple years ago where I listed the home 
as a coming soon on social media. And I have a huge network of not only, you know, friends and family on social media, but also other real estate agents. And so it's really my job to market, you know, the listings I have to other agents because more than likely they will have a potential buyer. Mm -hmm. And so I had this one home in North Hills, which I blasted all over social media into different, you know, groups on social media as well. And I had a colleague, another real estate agent who had a client that this home was going to be perfect for them. They made a sight unseen offer, a cash offer, uh, full price. I can disclose that now because it's been a while and it's now closed before we even hit the market. So that goes to show you how social media can really play a role in getting homes sold, also finding homes and, you know, just also reaching out to new, you know, buyers and sellers. And so if your real estate agent is not using social media, they should be. And I know at my listing presentations, I go through just a whole, you know, slew of things that I do in regards to social media to help to get a home sold and how to market a home. Mm-hmm. So if you're thinking about selling your home and you would like to meet for a listing presentation, I would love the opportunity to do that. You can give me a call or you can text me at 919-538-6477. Also, a great way to get started is by understanding the value of your home. And to do that, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. Once again, if you are thinking about selling your home and you just want to start the process of understanding the value of your home, just text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. Great chance to start that home selling process. Find out the value of your home once again by texting the word listing to the number 555-888. Not only will you find out the initial estimate on the value of your home today, but it'll keep you up to date as that estimate may change over the coming months and years. Uh, It'll let you know when that goes up and down based on trends in your neighborhood and all those kinds of things. So just text the word listing to the number 555-888. Again, listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, Text that to the number 555-888, and you'll get that estimate on the value of your home. Well, Angie, thanks for a great show today. Have fun with your uh, Halloween outfits this week, and we're going to look for a report next week on how that all turned out. I will have pictures. All right, excellent. (laughs) That'll be good. And uh, we appreciate you listening to the show today. One more time, if you want to get in touch with Angie Cole directly, the number to call or text to reach her is 919-538-6477. Until next time, thanks for listening. For Angie Cole, I'm Walter Storholt, and we'll talk to you next time on The Savvy Realtor.